0: Welcome back to the Local Church Podcast. We are glad that you're joining us here for the new episode we have, continuing our Sunday series. And this time we're continuing talking about before Sunday, but more specifically, we're looking at what happens on Friday and what happens on Saturday. So Pastor Altman, I'm going to let you take this one and uh, just walk us through your weekend, kind of what happens leading up to a Sunday morning service and uh, what your game plan is, what your goals are. Uh, Just walk us through what you do in your life.
1: Well, the first thing I want to say is one size does not fit all. We, we explained the last podcast that our work week is from Sunday to Thursday, which by default gives us Friday and Saturday most of the time off. I mean, you do run into situations, mission days that we do here four times a year. Yep. So that takes up Friday, or, or you may have some other specific programming happening on a Friday. But in general terms, for us, Friday is a day off. When I say for us, that's for the staff. Um, but it's not for every church staff, but on my day off, here's what I like to do on my Friday. And that is, I like to catch up with things around my house. I Friday's get, house day. Friday's a house day. Maybe I get the opportunity to get a little more rest. Uh, maybe I can get a, get a chance to do something with my vehicles. I have four children and uh, when you have four children in and out of vehicles all the time, uh, you run into a mess after a while. Yes. So it's really a kind of a home day. Um, And every once in a while, I use it as taking my kids out day, whatever it is, it's a do what I want to do or what I find necessary to do day. Even if that means I want to come up to the office for an hour by myself because the office is cleared out. Um, So I take that time and I give my chance, myself a chance to mentally unwind. And one of the ways i mentally unwind is knowing that my home is in order uh, from the week's worth of work. My wife works I work, and we have four children that are home during the summer. That's what's going on right now. Uh, so Fridays is is that catch-up day, if you will, or that day to get things in order and to relax, but most importantly, importantly, do things that I know that are good for my mental health going into Sunday because not right. doing things mentally healthy on Friday can run into a bad Sunday real Definitely. real quick.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I know um for our audience we may have some leaders out there who are um unpaid volunteer staff, right? You maybe preach on Sundays for your church or you do the music or whatever it may be and you have a regular work week, I guess Monday through Friday. Um, So walk us through, I don't know if you had any chance to do a work week while you were interim pastoring or uh, anything when you were first beginning your ministries, but how does a work week look a little bit different if you are uh, not a part of a church staff but you still continue to serve on Sunday?
1: Having a job outside of the church and still serving in a primary position within the church can be extremely exciting. It can be very exciting. Really, um, it can get dull day-to-day being a full-time staff member of anything, even a church. It can get dull or monotonous. Uh, you can lose sight of your Sunday. You can mm-hmm. lose sight of your teaching uh, you can lose sight of the people uh, through the paperwork or through the programming. It's easy to lose sight when you, are, um, when you do it as a profession, if you will. So it does look different when you work, all, work a full-time regular job and then volunteer for a primary position within your church. But here's what I would say is that I find it very exciting. I've done it. Um, it gave me something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, in my spare time, I look forward to writing my lesson. Um, during my work week, I thought about what I would teach a lot. So I had a lot of time for meditation in my regular work job, nothing but thinking about that one particular thing I would do. Um, So I would suggest to anybody that does bivocational or does volunteer work within ministry, stay excited about it. You still use your time wisely. If you know you're getting fatigued, accept that. Yeah. You're, you're usually not going to fix things when you're fatigued. And if you do fix them, it's usually not going to be right. Or your best, yeah. It's not going to be your best. I mean, think about when you're tired of putting together the chairs you and I are sitting in. Uh, me and your wife put most of them together. That's fine. And, uh, yeah, it was great. So we had, to, we had to take a time where we got away from that because we were really getting sick of it. And uh, <laughs> things were not going smoothly. So... Anything in life where you're tired, fatigued, regardless if you're full-time, part-time, or you're a volunteer, be smart about doing things that's healthy for you. Uh, but again, if you do this as a volunteer basis, I have found that overall to be more exciting, maybe not more profitable, right? but definitely more exciting uh, for you. And, and so I'd say for those that are doing it part-time to keep the joy Uh, in front of you and don't get overburdened with it. Just enjoy what you're getting called to do.
0: Yeah, and it definitely does change from a volunteer to a paid, um, I guess, staff person's ability to to work or ability to to be able to spend that time there. Um, I guess one of the things I was thinking of while you were kind of mentioning, you know, how the weekend might look a little different. Um, for what I do in my life, you know, I work Monday through Fridays whenever school's back in and we have Saturdays. That's kind of, we take that day and do the same thing you did. Just smush it in one day. We'll take the morning and work on the house or whatever we've got to do and then take the afternoon and rest, or maybe sometimes switch it around depending on the day, or we may just go out for a day. Um, but one thing I've found definitely in my life is the amount of time that you set aside, I guess, for leisure or for rest, it will expand to whatever time you have. So, if you think of a normal weekend, we think two days, Saturday and Sunday, right? Your leisure time will expand to fill that. But if you only have one day of leisure, then your leisure time will stay there. Wherever you, whatever time you allot for it, is going to be fine. And I think you know, God gave us, gave the Israelites the Sabbath day. They had one day to rest and six to work. So, I don't think it's very uh, bad for anybody to have a one day where they get a chance to do leisure or restful activities, whatever it may be. One piece of advice
1: would be. Let nothing be your God, but your God. Right. Right. God is God. is God. And what can happen is uh, pastors that are driven, and they're driven for a reason, or leaders that are driven for a reason, they love their ministry. Mm-hmm. My oldest son is here with me at the office. My kids are often with me at the office trying to keep them busy doing something within the church that makes them productive and feel involved and develops them. Driven people often find themselves uh, feeling a little guilt about, on their leisure day, they like to work. Mm-hmm. But if that's what's good for them mentally, if they're not exhausted by it, if they're edified by it, don't feel guilty about going to do some more work. Don't yeah. feel guilty about taking your children along with you and discipling them with that. I've had many days when I was off and I was here and I was just as refreshed when I left as when I showed up. Right, It's just how it works. So you can let leisure, leisure can become an issue just as much as work or vice versa. So that balance of knowing what you need personally by knowing God personally is, is always important. But yeah, mm-hmm. so Friday, I, I really make that a, a time where I know I'm not strapped to do leisure nor work. I can do what I, what I please and what I know uh, that is good for me on that day. And sometimes for me, it's good to walk out the house and leave it a mess. Sometimes that's just good. Sometimes that works for me. Sometimes it's good for me to uh, to drive we'll off, drive around. Well, we'll catch it. We'll catch it later. Sometimes it's not the time and you have yeah. to balance that. So yeah. ministry, you get some leisure time, uh, but that leisure time is definitely not lazy time. It's time where you do purposely intentionally put things in your path that helps you rest and relax and feel fulfilled uh, in your own, your day off.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess the last thing I would like to discuss about before Sunday, what happens uh, for a pastor, for a leader, Um, that happens before their Sunday, maybe on the weekend. Um, Talk me through some of your sermon prep, because I know you prep during the week, and we talked about that in the last episode. Uh, But what does it look like kind of, I guess, refreshing that in your brain on a Saturday or even a Sunday morning? How does that process go in, in terms of your sermon?
1: If I can find someone to talk to on Friday or Saturday about my message, I find someone to talk to them about it, share my ideas with them. I love to do that. Uh, usually Fridays I do end up up here, even though I just finished writing my sermon on Thursday. I'm usually rereading it, um, checking it out. We, uh, we had, uh, was it 4th of July weekend, just went through Saturday afternoon. I was up here with my four, my four boys while Tara was grocery shopping, uh, doing something she needed to do. And I'm up here on Saturday afternoon, uh, about 530 just picking up the office, tidying it up. And I had my sermon printed and I made my boys sit around the same table we're sitting around and I read them my sermon. Um, so, you know, it varies on how I, I re, uh, how I do it, but I always like to reread it. Um, get and, some practice in, yeah. yeah. Get some practice in and start thinking, how am I going to convey this idea? And what I found to be super surprising is Thursday, I can finish my message. And by Friday, when I look over it, I'm, I'm finding ways to simplify that thought into my 30 or 40 minute window I've got to preach because usually I write way overwrite what I got the ability to preach in my time schedule. So uh, whatever you do, meditate on it. If you know your message well enough, think on it, talk about it. Um, Some people back away from it because they don't want to over, over examine it to a flaw. Some people's nerves are different. Their anxiety levels are different when they have to speak. So you can't overdo it, but I try to do it in a healthy way where, you know, where I know when I go to preach that I've, I've looked over it well and I have it and uh, ready to go.
0: Yeah. And that you've got a good cohesive thought that's going to make sense when you portray it to people. I think that's very good. Um, I love the practicing. I think, uh, we here at the office get a little bit of that every now and then, uh, from coming over and just, you know, bouncing around ideas and everything. And that's always good to have somebody to talk to, uh, before you go and preach or before you share your thought or even develop it. So, um, I think that's all for uh, this week's episode or today's episode on our Sunday series before Sunday. Join us next time as we talk about what happens during a Sunday. What does that look like for a local minister? And as always, if you have any questions or comments, please email the local church podcast at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.